So now you've got your Bitcoin, but what can you do with it? In this episode, we'll discuss places you can shop and things you can buy with your crypto. Do you want to know how coin market cap is calculated? Yeah, we got that. And Bitcoin has reached $7,200. Whoop, hold up in Zimbabwe. These stories and instructions on how you can get free bad coin in episode number 29 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Roger Veer, CEO of Bitcoin.com. You're listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Stay bad. Oh, we will, Roger. We will. And thanks so much. Really loved interviewing you. And if you missed the interview with Roger Veer, then check back with episode number 28 of the show for that. Joel Com here for episode number 29. And I'm with my partner in crypto, Travis Wright. Hello, Travis. Hello, Mr. Joel Com. It is a beautiful day in the crypto neighborhood. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Again, thank you to Roger, uh, Bitcoin.com. That was a fun interview. We had a really good time this past uh, weekend in Aspen uh, there for Nexus Earth. Did we not? We did. And then uh, you kind of came over and crashed at my place and we recorded an episode here. And not only did we record in an episode, but um, I don't know, maybe it was something in the air here in Colorado because we decided to celebrate our 250,000th download by, um, by singing, by making a parody song that those of you who heard it, there was no warning. It just showed up on the podcast, this three-minute podcast, and you probably thought, oh, what is this going to be? And you were greeted by an in-sync knockoff um, parody song, and we don't know what by you thought about a couple of knockheads, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah we, so we were driving, and uh, I think Spotify randomly was on, and uh, I think either that in-sync song came on or something. I'm not even sure how Bye 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 happened, but we thought of that while we were driving to aspen and then it just it seemed like it just kept like fermenting and then oh it <laughs> fermented it 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 got real fermenty in and there and, to it and you and you know we wondered should we just should we put it in an episode in the context and introduce it to people or should we just put it up and let people go what the heck was that and we WTF. opted yeah in the spirit of bad crypto we just put it out there and we're getting all kinds of comments on our facebook page about it and uh you know look it's really hard to criticize somebody when they say this is bad <laughs> that's true and that's why weird al yankovic called his album even worse even and worse yeah. even worse i think that was pretty it was really fun and to me that's the whole spirit of this thing we were having a good time we laughed so hard when we were thinking about it and you know what we're probably going to create another one when we reach our one millionth download so maybe there's a community member out there who's got a funny idea for a song and they might float it our way and then who knows maybe we may reward you if you have a winning song title idea potentially who knows yeah with, with bad coin and by the way there's now three count them three ways one, to get two. our Three, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you can't count, count, to get our completely worthless 
token known as bad coin worthless at the moment but is there a master plan maybe maybe not but let's just say that if we're giving away currency to you then why not take it and so way number one to get your free Uh, uh, uh. bad coin (laughs) is to go to our facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash bad crypto like the page and then find the post on the page it's it's pinned i believe towards the top it's big image says get your free bad coin and all you need to do is follow the very simple instructions there and post a BitShares username which you can get for free what's way number two for them to get bad coin. Two. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, you can review the podcast on your favorite podcast area. Uh, you can do that on the Facebooks. You can do that on the iTunes. You can do that on the. Well, can you do that on iHeartRadio or Spotify? We, I don't know about iHeart, but we got one for Stitcher Radio today. So oh, we, did. we do it there. And wherever you can Google review Play. them. Yeah. All those places. SoundCloud, I guess, is another one. So, yeah, leave us a review. Send us a screen cap and email that to badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. And you will receive how many uh, bad coin? That's 100,000 bad coin. Make sure you uh, include uh, uh. your BitShares user ID. Um, that's the only way that we can send it to you. And it will magically and wondrously appear in your uh, BitShares wallet. Finally, way number three. Way number three is to join. That was your cue. I was looking for, you know, the count. Like you're doing it, you're doing it, and then you're not doing it. I just stopped. That was so inconsistent to me. just stopped cold. Three. Ah, ah, ah. Way number three, join our new private group, the Bad Crypto Mastermind. It's very simple. You just go to badco.in forward slash mastermind or go to our Facebook page and you'll see a link to the mastermind. Uh, Ask for admission into the group and unlike the TSA, there will be no body scans for you to get into the group. Once you're in, just post and say hello and ask for Badcoin and we'll give you 100,000 more free Badcoin. So that's how you can get 100,000? 100,000 Badcoin. Uh, uh. That's a quarter million total just for being part of our community. And mind you, there's only 10 billion bad coin that will ever exist. That's in crazy that. amounts, Joe. We should half that. We're way too kind. Now, we're going to be generous, especially to those that are you know early listeners to the show. And even though we're in our third month, we know that we're going to look back years down the road and say, remember, remember in the beginning when we were giving away ridiculous amounts of bad coin? <laughs> <laughs> remember the fork we did when we added Segwit? <laughs> so now everybody has double. <laughs> And we've got something else that's exciting coming up. We are going to try something brand new because we want to engage and interact with you, our listeners, in a whole new way. And we have something special planned for this Friday. Now, of course, this only applies for those of you that are listening um, in time for this to happen. For those of you that miss it, we'll probably do it again. But on Friday, September 17th, mark your calendar right now at, what is it, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Those of you in Europe and Australia, you're going to have to figure this out, you know, what the time zones are. We're going to do our first Bad Crypto Live on Facebook. Yes, and you're going to get to see the badness in real time. 
So we, we actually are going to be using BeLive, which is a great platform that will enable us to, to stream and ask. You're going to be able to ask us questions in real time. It'll be able to pop up on the screen. It's going to be magical. And if you want to join us for this broadcast, then just go to badco.in forward slash live. It's badco.in forward slash live. And that'll just redirect you to the Facebook page where the live video is going to show up. In fact, we'll just use that redirect for all time, regardless of when we do these lives. So if there is a current one coming up, that URL will take you there. Otherwise, it will take you to the last one, which we broadcast. Friday, September 29th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 1 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock here in Denver in the Rocky Mountains where I am, and 3 o'clock in the Central Time Zone where Mr. Travis Wright is. So we hope that you'll join us there. It's going to be great fun. And now on with the show, here's today's question. So our dear friend from the interwebs, Josh, he asks... What sets a cryptocurrency price? I see a coin like Ripple that has a huge amount of volume and market cap, but it's 18 cents currently. I do notice the circulating supply is a ton, so more coins lessens the value. I'm sure a lot of prices are speculative as well. What is the deal with the currencies? What is the dealio? Found a great FAQ on coinmarketcap.com. They've got so many great resources. We'll link to it in the show notes. And in very simple, market cap is calculated the same way as it is, you know, with a, a uh, traded company, you know, that offers stock. It's a way of ranking the size of a cryptocurrency, and it's a simple formula. The market cap is basically the price times the number of tokens that are circulating, right? That is correct. That is exactly how it is. Mar uh, price of the token times the amount of tokens equals market cap. And so this uh, FAQ actually provides a lot of information about this whole crypto market cap um question that's being asked, like, how are the prices calculated for cryptocurrencies? And uh, what this says is price is calculated by taking the volume weighted average of all prices reported at each market. And the sources for the prices, um, you know, are averaged from all the different markets. For example, Bitcoin markets, you know, there's there's got to be dozens, if not hundreds of different Bitcoin markets, right? Coinbase is just one market and there's Bitrix and Poloniex and uh, hit BTC. And there's just there's a zillion more and there's markets that are in other countries. And so the, the price is a weighted volume of, of all of these. And then there's uh, there's the yeah. question of, you know, the supply. Why don't we talk a little bit about the differences in supplies? Yeah, so that's really the key indicator right there, right? So we know there's going to be 21 million Bitcoin eventually, right? Right. But currently there's only 16.5 million or so that are in existence right now. So that's the circulating supply uh, for Bitcoin is about 16.5 million. And the total supply is the, the amount of coins that are in existence right now minus any coins that have been verifiably burned. So the total supply 
you know, what is that number? If, if people have lost some Bitcoin or whatnot, so I guess it would be less than that particular number. Max supply is the, the total amount of currency that there will ever be in the lifetime of the existence. So max supply of Bitcoin is going to be 21 million. Max supply of Ripple is who knows. Yeah, and it, and it seems, you know, when companies do their ICOs or when they decide here's how many will be in supply at some point, it's kind of arbitrary, right? It doesn't seem like, uh, you know, like we decided, well, there's going to be 10 billion bad coin, right? That, that the example would be the max supply of bad coin is 10 billion. However, the circulating uh, or the total supply is actually 3 billion. And of that, the number that's circulating is what, about 150 million? Probably somewhere in that ballpark. Right. And so I, I'm not sure I understand exactly how companies come up with, well, we're going to issue X number. I guess they decide the, the market cap, um, you know, they're, if they're trying to raise uh, $100 you know, million, perhaps, then they're going, well, in order to do that, if we issue this many tokens, then the tokens need to be worth this amount in order to reach that total raise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joel, I'm trying to raise $100 million, too. So if you'd like to buy my Trav coin, um, I'll send it to you. That's, I want to be a Trav coin millionaire. <laughs> I want to be a rich. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. The The symbol could be TW. Is how great would that be? It should be. Well, there you go. Uh, you know, this is the Bad Crypto Podcast. We're learning as we go. Hopefully, you're learning, too. Let's check out what's happening in the news. Hey guys, uh, my name is Ken. Just want to leave you guys a message. I'm currently listening to your podcast. It's about oh seven in the morning. I got some early mornings. Love listening to you guys. Just wanted to say a word of encouragement to you. Love the podcast. It's been awesome. My buddy and I have uh, kind of delved a little bit into into crypto, and I'm looking to to mine other than just the uh, little bit of gaming hardware that I have and really looking forward to continuing to listening to you guys. Uh, keep it up. Love it. It's awesome. And thanks for your kind words. We do appreciate when you write or call us badcryptopodcast at gmail.com or go to our website at badcryptopodcast.com and click the contact link. And you'll find that when you click the contact link, a plethora of options open up before you. Not only can you ask us a question, but you can also find out, um, you know, how to get involved as a sponsor of the show. And what other options do we have on that little pull down menu, Travis? On the little pull down menu from, uh, yeah, you can leave us, a, you can, you can talk to us about being on the show, maybe being interviewed on the show, um, and, you know, marketing assistance, sponsorship type stuff. If you have a question about something specific, or if you just want to, you know, send us a message of, uh, of praise or of hate. Uh, no hate. If you so, what's the number for praise? The number for praise is one seven zero eight 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 five nine zero three zero. Yeah, you can call us there and ask a question or leave praise. Do we have the number for the Internal Revenue Service? Because if you you know don't have something nice to say, you can just call them instead. I could give you CNN's phone number, 1-404-827-1500 for fake news. 
<laughs> That's fantastic. Well, let's talk about the market. It seems to have uh, come back, you know, pretty strong from the uh, collapse that happened after stories about China broke. And, you know, right now I'm looking at coin market cap and I'm seeing that Bitcoin's around 3900 uh, and that's, you know, Ethereum about 295 and Litecoin 51, 52 dollars looking mm -hmm. like it's finding a good base. One thing I always like to look at, Mr. Joel Com, is the amount of volume that's happening per 24 hours. So Bitcoin about one point three billion dollars in trading in the last 24 hours. And if you see Ethereum, it's down to less than half a mil. Bitcoin Cash is 300. Litecoin is 200. You know, Neo's under 100,000 in, in volume. So I can see that there's a lot less volume happening right now than there has been. And overall, the market cap is 136 billion, down from like, what was it, 175 billion. So there's $40 billion that have been taken out of the market that to me are most likely waiting to come back into the market when those keys are identified, whatever those are. I don't know. By the way, but I'm really happy to see Neo um, starting to creep back up there again because you know it hit as high as 50, and right now I'm looking at 26 dollars. And of all of the altcoins, it's been one of the strongest. So I'm wondering if this uh, shakedown in China isn't perhaps having an effect. In fact, there's a story on Forbes uh, that came out. It says after crackdown, nearly every Chinese ICO returns cash to investors. We're talking a billion dollars worth of money that was sent to uh, Chinese ICOs, initial coin offerings from Chinese investors has been redirected back to these investors. Yeah, I noticed that. So that was one of the things is they cr they clamped down on the ICOs. Uh, they're clamping down on the exchanges. They said you better return the money or else you're going to, you know, receive some steep uh, Chinese level punishments, which I don't know. I don't know exactly what those would be, but they're probably not pleasant. Yeah, and, you know, we don't exactly understand everything that's going on. We have heard stories from uh, key Bitcoin players saying that, China is not going to make Bitcoin illegal. And, you know, the fact that people are complying with this, I think that China is going to regulate it pretty stringently and it's going to clear the way for those with reputable business models to do, you know, to move forward with their ICOs. And I personally hope, I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm personally hoping that Neil will be well placed to help manage those ICOs. And speaking uh, of which, speaking of which, Neo, uh, if you look at gas, and there were some other, there were some other interesting ones on the trending list that I wanted to talk about there on the state of the state of the news. So future episodes, let's kick that back because I want to talk about the trendings and the growing ones, uh, just the different interesting ones that having at least a million dollars in circulation over the last week and have had some pretty big moves. So I noticed that gas right now, which is Neo's gas, uh, that is worth uh, twenty three dollars right now. Which is almost as much as Neo. Yeah. Which to me, they'll go like, wow. That's that, some mighty gas happening that there. That is some serious gas. There's some other ones. E-Boost. Never heard of that one. It's had over $2 million in the last 20. It's like 43% growth in the last uh, well, seven days. Actually, even more than that, E-Boost. So this has been pretty interesting to take a look at some of these. Like I've never even heard of some of these. Like Internet of People. Uh, that had over $4 million, and, and that's about $3. That's grown over 100% in the last month. 
So there's some interesting ones that are having, you know, more than a million in re like Metaverse ETP. Never heard of that one. Dollar twenty one. Well, see, uh, I see those, and I'm thinking those could just be pump and dumps. Those they ones that just right. came out of nowhere uh -huh. that you're seeing all this volume, that to me doesn't scream, I'm interesting. It not, screams, not always, watch out. But sometimes it does, and sometimes that's the trick is you go and you go, oh, so this one had a pretty big spike whenever it first hit and in June. So sometimes you'll see some of those that are like, oh, they're like three years old, and all of a sudden they just got pumped up for some reason. Like, is there any news? That seems to be weird to me. But when you see some of these ones, that like came out of ICO pretty high and then they have a little bump and like what's going on it, it at least puts them on my radar to go take a look at them right because yeah, it's not yeah. like those upcoming ICOs that's a different chart these are people that are all just post ICO what are those moments post ICO that are those moments that can take it to the moon and can you find those a lot of them are not that's why I think you know it has to have at least a million or two million in, in, in um, you know volume because if you look at a lot of them they don't have that they have 10,000, 30,000, nothing. But if you got over a million, then there's it's got some movement. Then the trick is to try to reverse engineer that to figure out why that's doing that. So I'm trying to that's, – that's, those are the rabbit holes that I'm going down. Trying to Let us that know out. when you crack that code. In other ICO news, this from Coindesk.com, the SEC has a new cyber unit designed to police ICOs uh, and others that uh, – what is a DLT – DLT violation. I think that's says. like I think that's a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. <laughs> Pretty good. Those, uh, they're delicious. A, D, a DLT? Not oh a yeah, DLT. that's uh, that's um, a DLT. Yeah, I have no, I, I have no clue. That would be a donut, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. Homer Simpson something. would love that, and that's great. I love how they have this art. They have that in the article, and they say and other DLT violations, and then they never use the word DLT. I yeah, don't think Coinbase knew what it was. I think they just want you to make it up, but uh, the unit will go after, quote, misconduct perpetrated using the dark web, unquote, where Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are used to pay for illicit goods. So they're not looking at, um, you know, legitimate ICOs. They're looking at market manipulation and, and this type of thing. So, uh, you know, I, I think that that's fine. If the SEC is designed to protect investors, then you may as well go after those that um, are most likely to be scams. And, and I'm okay with that. Yep. You know, that's one of the things, man, you got to do your own due diligence on this stuff. You don't want to work with ones that traditionally like, and this is one of the, one of the sort of rules on our show is, you know, we're not going to have gambling. We're not going to talk about gambling ICOs. We're not going to talk about any porn ICOs or any marijuana, weed, pot coin stuff on here, right? It's like we, we want to find you legitimate companies. You just talked about it. You yeah. just, just said uh, yeah. pot coin. That is yeah. a coin. Yeah, you did say that never, we're never going to talk about pot coin, and now we've just said it three times. Now you just said it. Uh, yeah. Pot coin. We, need to put the, we need to put the kibosh on that. And um uh, so we will. So, so that's the trick. We want to. We want to actually uncover these companies that are disrupting industries. And so far, we've identified about thirty different industries in which blockchain can be the disruptor. So, who are those leaders in each one of those categories, right? And that's where the trick is. So that's what we're trying to figure out. But we're not. We're not trying to bring any shit coins. And sometimes shit coin will look like a pretty shiny thing, but you know they're just trying to polish the turtle, or they're pumping and dumping it. So you got to be aware. 
Yeah, Silicon Angle's got a story here today that I find uh, very interesting because I think if it were to come true, we would see a huge boom in Bitcoin. Uh, it's actually a two-part story. I'm not sure why they're both together here in one story, but the first part of it is that uh, Malaysia may legalize Bitcoin. And that part of it, uh, you know, I know that's interesting, especially for legalize people Legalize it. Don't criticize it, Bitcoin. <laughs> 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 I'm sure that's it's important because we want it to be legal everywhere. But the part, uh, the second part of the story is, and Amazon might offer it as a payment option. And this is a rumor. <gasps> what was that? That was a gasp. I was oh, okay. I thought that was Ooh. gas. I thought we were going back to gas again. It was. I was. I just. Uh, I just charged up some Neo. Letting letting it rip. Let it you rip. know. You know, being the inventor of the uh, iFart app, I, I could come out with a fart coin. Oh, I don't know what its utility would be. Wait a second. Wait a second. Now, um, it's almost a 10-year. How many years has it been since iFart came out? It's uh, It'll be nine years in December. Okay, okay. Nice. Maybe for the 10-year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> That was great. That was good. Well, um, you know, is it James Altucher? Tucker? Toucher? How do you spell it? Altucher. Altucher. This guy's a hedge fund manager. He's a venture capitalist. And his ads are showing up all over my Facebook. All over it. He's bullish on Bitcoin. And he said that he is certain that Amazon will begin accepting Bitcoin and could make the announcement during its next investor call scheduled for October 26th. Amazon has neither denied nor confirmed this claim. But when Amazon yeah. does, and I believe they will as well, I think that that's going to be... Not necessarily like, in October. I've read, I've read from multiple places that this whole speculation is complete BS. And uh, but then there's also been James Altucher who was chatting with some executive at Amazon or something. So who knows? All I know is when it does happen, um, there's going to be some people who buy some Lambos probably. Absolutely. And there are some people in Zimbabwe that can go ahead and buy their Lambos now. Oh, my. Because there is an exchange. It's Bitcoin Fundy in the country of Zimbabwe. And, you know, this is an area where the local currencies are really devalued. You know, we're I don't know if it's Venezuela level of devaluation, but they have some serious hyperinflation. It got really bad in 2008 and it's really bad again. And uh, so the people of that country are turning to both dollars and the Bitcoin. I'm not sure why dollars, but they're turning to Bitcoin as well. And the price of Bitcoin on the Bitcoin Fundy Exchange has gone to to the moon it is seven thousand two hundred dollars more than i think twice. i want to go sell some of my bitcoin there on bitcoin right fundy. right i mean it sounds so, fundy to me yeah i mean I, but are they paying with their zimbabwe uh trillion hundred trillion dollar bills or whatever is isn't that zimbabwe i don't know all i know is it's worth seventy two hundred dollars per bitcoin so if there was a way to to sell them there. So you sell yourself about 20 Bitcoin in Zimbabwe and you can drive around in a Zimbabwean Lambo. And then the question is, what do you do with your Zimbabwean profit? Lambo. Well, that is the subject of today's feature. Buy a Lambabwe. <laughs> Thank you.
Well, Travis, you'll remember because it just happened a couple weeks ago that I, I just got back from Europe and spending time in both Germany and Czechoslovakia. And when I was in Czechoslovakia, Prague in particular, which is an absolutely gorgeous storybook city, beautiful, old Europe, and uh, we just don't have anything like that in, in the United States. Anyway, uh, on a rainy day, my friend and I were walking through the rain and thinking we need to duck in somewhere because we're just getting wet. And we turned around and saw oh, like this holy grail, this beacon of light. And there before us was the Apple Museum. And we went in because how do you not go into the Apple Museum? Turns out that there in the heart of Old Town Prague is the world's most complete collection of Apple computers. Every device that has ever been invented by Apple from the very earliest, you know, Apple that was in, that they created in the garage that Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak created to the latest iPads and iPhones. Uh, and it was pretty cool. But as I stepped up to the front desk to buy admission tickets, I noticed that on the counter was a sticker that said, we accept Bitcoin and Litecoin. And I got all excited and then I realized that I didn't have any of my Bitcoin or Litecoin actually stored on a wallet on my phone. Mm. And so I couldn't pay with that. But it got me thinking about the fact that there are places you can spend Bitcoin. And that's what we want to talk about here in this segment. All right. So so the trick is, is what type of wallet should you use? Where do you want to keep your coin? You know, because you've heard us all talk. Well, don't keep your money on your exchanges. Don't keep your money on Coinbase. You know, you want to pull it off. You want to, you know, keep it offline. Right. Well, there are also apps that you can use on your mobile device. And so I use one called Bread Wallet on my phone. Uh, I have an iPhone Bread Wallet. That's for Bitcoin. Right. And then I have another one that is called Loaf Wallet which kind of plays off the whole bread thing. And uh, Loaf Wallet is the one for Litecoin. And Litecoin, actually the creator of Litecoin, uh, Charlie Lee, he actually built that app for, for Loaf Wallet. And there's some other wallets that you can use on your phones as well, right? What are some of the, uh, do we know some well, there, of the, there's the, a, the um, Android ones? We've got a uh, link in the show notes. There's actually a number of Android uh, Bitcoin wallets. And all you got to do is go to your Google Play Store and search for Bitcoin wallet. But you'll see one such as Mycelium. Uh, there's also Bread Wallet. There's one called Copay. There's one called Airbits. There's Greenbits. There's Bitcoin Wallet. There's a bunch of them. And there's others for iOS as well. You know, just read the reviews that are attached to those apps. Uh, but if you're going to want to make purchases with Bitcoin or with any currency, you're going to need to have a wallet with you. Uh, now, there's paper wallets as well. We've actually discussed those in, in other episodes, so we're not going to really get into that right now. But I have downloaded the bread wallet and the dough wallet, and I'm going to go ahead and move what little I've kept on the exchange and Coinbase to those wallets so that I could go spend money if I have the opportunity. And the question then becomes, where do you find out who accepts Bitcoin and other currencies for payments. Have no fear, the bad crypto podcast. 
is here to the rescue to provide you with what you could easily find if you just went and Googled where to, to spend, spend my Bitcoin. Bitcoins. Where <laughs> yeah. can you spend Bitcoins, Joel? Well, there's two sites that I found, uh, one of them which I got excited about at first and then was a little disappointed, is spendbitcoins.com. Spend Bitcoins, Joel. It says over 100,000 merchants accept Bitcoin, and then there's a search box for on here. But if you click, it shows products and places. And if you click places, um, and I'm assuming you're doing that as well. I'm on, clicking uh, right now. On your side, you'll see that it comes up with a map of the world, and there's like a little B for Bitcoin in places that uh, Bitcoin is accepted. And frankly, there's not a whole lot of them that are showing up on here for me. I don't know what you're seeing, but I don't know if it's that it just doesn't load them all at once. Now there's a lot of links on this site and this is linked in the show notes. So if I click, for example, automotive, mm -hmm. it comes up with, um, okay, you know what? There's more there than I thought. You have to click on the category in order for it to come up. So I clicked on automotive and I'm scrolling in to Denver where I live and there's one that is in a town called Lakewood just southwest of Denver and it's called Car Bid Now and they're in Golden, Colorado and apparently they accept Bitcoin. What what are you seeing on your end? Pick a category and tell me. I'm looking at different ones here. I was looking actually looked at uh, new media or mass media it was just kind of wild to see print media, radio stations, television, radio st television stations. Oh, we provide streaming services for TV channels in Ecuador. Exactly what I wanted. And here's you pets. Know, I really wish I was in Ecuador right now. If I click on pets so and I click on animal shelters because we want to go adopt animals if we are so inclined to welcome a pet. It's trying to load it. I see Pet Fancy allows you to spend your Bitcoin, as does drpet.es and the cat crib. So, you know, go poke around this site and you'll be able to see by location as well as online stores. But the, the site that I thought that was more uh, interesting. I just typed in marketing, marketing firms that accept Bitcoin. And there's uh, only a few in there. Well, we should put us in there. We should totally put it. Oh, Bill Hartzer, dude. Bill Hartzer has his uh, information in there, marketing and online services. Nicely Bill. done, Bill Hartzer. We know I you. Know, I don't know who that is. I know Bill. Okay. High five, Bill. Hello, Bill. Congrats. You just got a shout out. So uh, the creator of Ethereum, Vitalik Buterin, has an article in BitcoinMagazine.com linked in the show notes, where to spend your Bitcoins. And he's given some ideas for places you can spend based on how much you want to spend. So he's got them in categories, starting at uh, a penny to $2.50, and then from $2.50 to $15, and $15.00. So like, let's pick one out of each of these here and talk about how you can spend some of your Bitcoin, starting with the smallest category, as little as a penny or up to $2.50. Coindle looks interesting, C-O-I-N-D-L.com. Ah, and it had a little pushing, little coin sound here. Um, so this right here, it looks like it can be pretty interesting. So let's see here. This service will allow. It's sort of like a like a, a iTunes. 
So there's going to be all kinds of different unique collections of songs on there for just a small amount of Bitcoin. And, uh, and as well as books and games and art and software and other different things. So you can go there for just a little bit of money and, um, you know, give somebody some props for some of their creative things they created. Oh, that's cool. Uh, now, if we want to spend a little bit more in the $2.50 to $15 range is Ogre, O-G-R-R.com. Uh, you know, I'm a gamer. I play some online games like World of Warcraft and Overwatch, and Ogre is a trading forum that lets people buy and sell their in-game virtual goods, you know, like a pet or a mount or armor, that type of thing. And they've got all kinds of games that are represented, including World of Warcraft, uh, War <clears throat> I can talk, including World of Warcraft, uh, RuneScape, Diablo, and probably a number of others. And so if you want to get some cosmetics or things that will enhance your uh, gameplay in one of these, then you could spend a little bit of Bitcoin there. Yeah, and if you want to get a little something else... Uh, OK Cupid actually accepts Bitcoin as well. Oh, so, there you uh, go. $10 a month uh, premium uh, subscription uh, for OK Cupid. So you can put in your dating profile, must accept crypto. Looking for a crypto chick who has, you know, who is brilliant. There you go. So what else? Between $15 and $100, uh, there are some different things that you can do as well. Uh, different types of businesses, file sharing businesses, local businesses, clothing, employment, domain name, hosting, all types of stuff. There's one here called uh, BitSpend, and BitSpend claims to be the ultimate Bitcoin company, Mr. Joel Com. Well, we can go and spend some bits there. And then, you know, if you want to spend more in the 100 to 1,000 and then the 1,000 and above category, everything from electronics, from BitcoinBlaster.com, precious metals, from Amagi Metals. And this is not an endorsement of any of these sites. I haven't looked at them, but you can convert your Bitcoin to precious metals there. If you want to travel, there's certain travel companies that will accept Bitcoin. There's rental companies that will accept. And of course, if you want to spend a whole bunch, um, Vitalik has linked to one person in Alberta, Canada, that's selling his house for Bitcoin. So it is all spendable now this article actually now that i look at it is quite dated this is not this is not news these are suggestions holy cow this, holy cow this, this was like five years ago right when he was like 11 years old right <laughs> or just born something like that <laughs> Vitalik, um, he is the uh, founder of ethereum and he wrote this on bitcoin magazine back in the day pretty amazing that he wrote this at probably 15 Yep, and look at him now. Uh, you know, he's kind of leading the charge on Ethereum, and he's made quite a name for himself. And uh, and I, we're going to get to meet him at some point and hear him speak, and, and uh, maybe we'll get to interview him for the show someday. Very cool. Yeah, we've, we've been enjoying interviewing uh, cool people recently. You know, we had a great opportunity when we were in, you know, uh, Aspen. We chatted with Roger Ver, so you know we've had that one. And we have a couple other ones that are that are going to be coming up as well. I'm really looking forward to sharing the one with Max Kaiser with you guys because I uh, really wanted to make sure to interview that folk, uh, that fella, when we were there. And uh, he did not disappoint, which was awesome. And he did we got not. some other ones in the queue as well. 
going to be great fun. And uh, we thank you for listening to the show. Without you, then uh, we may as well just be having a conversation with each other like we were doing before we started this podcast. But because of you, we are now one of the most popular crypto podcasts in the world. According to my mom. Yeah, right. So uh, (laughs) review, like, share, comment, mail us, interact with us. Find us at all the places. Of course, go to the show notes and all the links are there at badcryptopodcast.com. And stay tuned because Bad Cryptober is coming soon. Until next time, Travis, tell them what to do. You know, y'all need to stay bad. Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.